Switzerland Monroe and Ripley with an I. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's been a pretty good week for me. What what, what made it so good? It's uh been decent weather. It's been raining. My flowers have uh, been getting watered. It's been too hot, you know. It's they haven't been getting enough water. It did kind of slightly cool down, you know, when it was been rainy. Yeah, so I've been enjoying it. I don't like it too hot. It pisses me off. No one likes it hot. And it's all humid. I hate when it rains and then it gets all humid, steamy afterwards. <laughs> so, oh, so let's see, Switzerland and. Ripley with the nine. We're see Monica show. We're brought to you by. Who we brought? Who we brought to you by today? Uh, today we're brought to you by Cuddles Exotic. Located in international waters, Cuddle Exotic is the world's premier exotic petting zoo island, featuring bonobos, sea turtles, black rhino, snow leopards, and pandas, and even komodo dragons. Come to Cuddle Exotic, where the exotic cuddles you. <laughs> the exotic cuddles you, man. Yes, sir. It's a good service. I mean, the prices are steep. I think it's like $1,000 for the bonobo by itself. And I think you have to package in the Komodo dragon. But, I mean, it sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Private island and international waters. What could go wrong? <laughs> do you get to sign? Do you have to sign a contract before you do all of this? Or is it anything goes? Well, the note says, don't tell your insurance. That's all it says. Oh. Oh, oh my. Okay. Well, I don't know if I recommend that, but thanks for, for sponsoring this. Well, yeah, they give us pretty penny. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and uh, don't forget our producer, Teddy Calderon. Um, he's waving. Wait, wait, why is he silent? What, what happened? He lost a bet. What was the bet? I challenged him to a pate eating contest and he lost. <laughs> so now he has to be silent the whole show. Well, he didn't even get one bite. Oh, come on, Teddy. You didn't even get one bite. <sighs> you gotta stop making these bets, Teddy. Damn. It's like every it's like every week it's something new. It's like oh, God, Teddy. <laughs> you just keep fucking up, man. You're lucky we love you. Otherwise, you'd be out of here. So wait, you had a pate eating contest. So was I right about what the pate was last last time? Yes, you were. It's essentially just raw meat mixed in with, you know, whatever you want. Some people just literally do raw meat, and other people add eggs and different kind of things to it uh, to kind of like flavor it up. But yeah, it's it's usually like a raw. It's kind of like a spread. You know, you'd put it on some like crackers or bread or something like that. Kind of like cream cheese. Ooh. I do believe I've had a pate before. I think it was a duck pate. Wow, that sounds really good. <laughs> you can get that at Specs. It's very fancy. Also, uh, got some caviar. So, um, can you get some pate around here? You know, I haven't. I haven't had it in America. I've had it in Belgium, so I wouldn't even know where to look. Well, lucky for you and everyone listening. I just found a list for the 15 best places for pate in Houston. So, uh, number one, we have Blacksmith off of 1018 Westheimer at Wa. 
don't think I've ever seen that place, but it sounds pretty good. I'm going to have to go try it now. Number two is, oh, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to pronounce that name. So you're going to get skipped, but I'll give you an address. Uh, 3215 West Timer Road at Bama Lane in the Upper Kirby area. Fuck it, I'll give it a try. Gina Comos, Tibo E. Wino. Vino. Sorry, I thought Latin. It's perfect pronunciation. I hope so. Number three, Roostar Vietnamese Grill. That is 1411 Gessner Road off of like Long Point area, like Spring Branchy. Yeah. Mm, number four is Thin on Sandwiches. That's off of San Jacinto in McGowan, 2611 San Jacinto. At number five is French Riviera Bakery and Cafe, 3100 Chimney Rock. There's more. You can look it up your goddamn self, but I gave you the top five. Awesome. I mean, I want to try those out now. I like this a variety. Some of them is like the last one is French and you got Vietnamese. Yeah, know. that's what I noticed. There's like a a Vietnamese, a French, like like a regular French, and then like a really hard French, and then <laughs> you know, and then like a sandwich shop. Yeah, yeah right. that's what I was saying. Pate is a, is versatile. You can do a lot with it. Oh man! So yeah, check that out, guys, and. Oh, tech alert. Uh we got some new equipment here. Right? Yes, we got uh we got a brand new microphone. It's from the wonderful land of Amazon Basics. It is the $22 Amazon Basic microphone and we're going to be comparing that to the SEV7 and the Shure SM58. Yes. Yes, quite a competition we have between three apparent dynamos. Wait, how much was this Amazon mic? Uh, it's $22 on Amazon. I have Prime, so I don't pay for shipping. And I think uh, it was like 23 ish or something with tax. I forget how much it was with tax. But yeah, it's 22 bucks. It's the cheapest, well, the cheapest acceptable mic on Amazon. So how is that shit working for you? Honestly, I thought it was going to be terrible, but it's really, really good. And maybe we could use it uh, later on and just kind of see how it sounds with the mixer and the software. But honestly, you know, we we pay like $100 for both of these mics. That's kind of like the standard price. And yep. these mics are awesome. But like, dude, that Amazon mic is kind of impressive not gonna lie i mean there is a really huge downside to it it has absolutely no noise isolation so if you move around you're gonna hear it like really bad Hmm. damn so for us it would be perfectly fine but if you move or do live shows or anything i'd avoid it Hmm. tech alert i do enjoy this uh sure mike it's I mean, I did pay like a hundred and something for it. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's sexy. worth it. It it is very sexy. I it, love this mic. I mean, we didn't even really touch the EQ all that much, and I mean, it sounds really good. That it does, right? It make us have highest qualities. Got to have high qualities doing shows like this and stuff. Definitely. 
Another thing that's going on right now is uh, sports finally returned. How's that going? Well, first of all, you like a sports fan or what? I I really only follow football. I I mean, I like the other sports, but I'd much rather play them. Football, I can't really play by myself, so it's like because <laughs> I have no friends. But uh, you know, I love the Texans day one fan, even though you know they got problems. But you know, I love love me some football. But the other sports, I don't. I haven't really paid attention. I haven't paid attention to the Rockets uh, that much. I mean, of course, we had that Chris Paul and Westbrook, but after that, I kind of just like haven't paid attention. They're like six, five, six in that range right now in the West. Um, got like about three, four games left. It's like halfway done with everybody. Uh, they play, yeah, yeah, about four games left at this moment. So we'll see how that that turns out. Um, who I've been surprised about is the Phoenix Suns. They have not lost a game so far. I think they are 5-0 and since they've started back. Um, they've been coming up from about number 12. They're about 10. They're about a half a game behind Portland. And like, I say about two games behind uh, Memphis for that number eight spot. Yeah. So, and Portland is doing okay. So, they might uh, end up taking the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, uh, they're injured. and They got all sorts of problems. So, they're probably not going to make it. So, pretty much someone's going to get that number eight spot out of Portland and the Suns most likely. So, it's just a, who's going to have a date with the Lakers who <laughs> ended up closing out number one in the West. And seeing what that's. And then in the East, we have people fighting for it well it was the Brooklyn Nets the Washington Wizards and who oh and uh Orlando Orlando Magic fighting for the 7 and 8 spot but the Washington Wizards not only are they injured they also had their some of their top players like John Wall and Bradley Beal they opted out oh okay and so they've been getting there Ass is handed to them on a silver platter with parsley on the side because well, yeah the the wizard you know I don't really follow basketball that much but it doesn't surprise me the Suns are doing well because Booker's always been good and it doesn't surprise me Washington sucks because <laughs> their team is I mean they got good players but it's like I don't know they're just terrible for some reason yeah the boys out there wasting their life and their time they need to go somewhere. And- get those wins, but they're not getting those wins. In fact, they're doing so badly that they dropped below uh, the Charlotte Hornets, who did not even get invited to the bubble to play in the first place. So they're pretty much out. So uh, Orlando and Brooklyn are fighting for seven and eight. Whoever gets number eight is going to have to play the Milwaukee Bucks. And you mean lose to the Milwaukee Bucks (laughs) unless Giannis doesn't play for some reason. For some miraculous reason. So, yeah, that's that's mostly what's going on. Uh, I've been watching the Rockets. I'm a Rockets fan. Uh, They they lost to Portland. But besides that, they've been playing pretty well. Um, Hopefully they can get a respectable seating. And figure out what's going on there and get everything together by the time uh, the playoffs start. 
hoping for that. But besides that, uh, I've watched baseball. I'm not a big baseball fan. Yeah. But I do like the Astros. But I know right now everyone hates the Astros outside of Houston. Yeah. Whatever. I still support my team. I've always supported the team. They have that H on the hat. I love the H. I yeah. love Houston. Get over it. They uh, they got, I mean, you look at all the style. They got they got some of the best style in the league right now, just from an objective standpoint. A lot of people, you know, got just like bland gray and blue. Astros got like orange, white, blue, stars, stripe. Like they got a lot of stuff going on for them. Yeah, it's real dope, right? But uh, I know in the beginning there was a controversy when they played the Dodgers for those two games that didn't overturn the World Series. But yeah, <laughs> and uh, supposedly controversial, they were saying they were getting baseballs thrown at their head. Yeah, I saw that one dude got like a six game ban or something like that because he like beamed one of the Astros with the ball. <laughs> yeah, he almost hit like three or four of them, and it's like, well, I mean, that's on the that's on the umpire for not throwing that guy out. I mean, like one or two, yeah, okay, I get that, but like three or four, that's that you get you get thrown like not like cheating aside, like the integrity of baseball, you throw that guy out no matter what. And that's that's why I don't watch baseball because it's bullshit. <laughs> and he was all like, nye, 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 when they were like, dude, you almost threw this ball in my head, trying to be a bitch about it and shit. But he didn't have anything to do with that team during that time anyway. He played for, I believe, the Red Sox, and they were, I think, they were cheating during that time. But yeah, but of course, yeah. The no one talks about that. Everyone fucking cheats in baseball. <laughs> that's another reason. Like it, it's cheating has been throughout the history that i mean there's like when you have eras of cheating like the steroid era it's like now you have like the camera and the the what was it the trash can era <laughs> like like when you have eras of cheating that knows your sport's not very good right and and so uh oh and so some of the players have uh, had to stop playing some yeah. games and because of them testing positive for COVID and shit, dude. Wait. Uh, yeah, several teams, like Miami Marlins, uh, uh, the Cardinals. Yeah. And I think uh, I think the Cubs got wrapped in that possibly. So it, it, they had to stop playing, but then the way it's set up, they're going to have to make up for those games and play a whole bunch of fucking games in a short amount of time. And then get COVID again. Several, <laughs> right? Even with all the way that they got it played and like situated, so that so the Astros being in the AL West, they're only gonna be playing West teams mostly, okay. and maybe like that's about it in a little area. They're not trying to really intermix. Okay, intermix they're not trying that. to travel all over the place. But their dumbasses should have stayed in the bubble instead of doing this and follow what basketball's doing because they're not really having it. They haven't had a case since they started doing this shit. Yeah, because they're smart. Exactly. They need to follow what the fuck's going on with that if they want to do this. But instead, they want to be greedy about it, trying to get money and get as much money as they like, Oh, uh, we want to get paid the full amount. But it's stop being an asshole about it. You're still oh, yeah. a quarter of your money is still millions of dollars, you asshole. <laughs> well, it, well, MLB ratings have been falling for some quite some time i mean that's why they like it's so boring they like shortened it by like 
10 minutes <laughs> by like some rule. And it's like 10 Some minutes is not even, so it doesn't. And then like you have the West side game, the West coast games and they'll go on to like one o'clock in the morning. Like no one wants to watch baseball at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, fuck no, no one wants to watch baseball at one o'clock in the morning. It, Jeez, <laughs> low. Like, it, and then right now there's no people in the crowd because you can't yeah, be there. Can't go. And so it's silent and then they're added in noise. But even still with the noise they added in, it's so boring. Like You know, like it's funny that it's boring and then but golf is doing so well. Like it's it's honestly like they had that I think we talked about it last time where they had like that Tom Brady and Peyton Manning golf game. <laughs> Like that, that brought in more people than baseball, <laughs> like has in totality. Ah, uh, that's that's fucking crazy. Well, I guess it it would be easy to do golf because yeah. it's pretty much uh, back to business as usual. Because yeah. it's perfect. You don't want no one fucking talking in the first place, so they yeah, don't want anyone really there. <laughs> <laughs> it works out perfect. I can sit there quietly, no one's shouting or trying to take a fucking picture of me. And it's big and open so you can space out like really easily yeah. and it's in the sun so the sun helps. But they can record you on the mic and they can hear you cursing and farting. <laughs> 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 they got them sensitive mics. <laughs> one of them, somebody got caught farting. It was, it was crazy. Somebody got caught cursing. It was like, fuck yeah. And then they ripped they ripped some ass, some serious ass. And <laughs> <laughs> And they had to talk about it. Yeah, I was out there. I did it. That was me. Blame it on the caddy. So do you think they'll be able to have uh, football? Because I love football, too. I mean, like you said, if they if they can do some kind of like bubble shit, I think they can. I mean, that's going to be really hard. But at the end of the day, I really don't think so. There's lots of sports facilities around the country that have like hotel like amenities and things like that. So maybe not necessarily a bubble, but they could definitely condense it to like a small portion of the country or like a smaller portion of the country. But that just like baseball, they don't want to spend money. So they're probably not going to do it. <laughs> and I mean, some places are saying that they're going to allow fans and, I think what's going to happen is they're going to do it and then someone's going to get sick and then they're going to get sued. And so there's just not going to be any football unless they can do like a fanless type of thing. Speaking of football, though, what about that XFL deal? Oh, I'm so happy. I, I, I was so sad that COVID happened because the Houston rough, like next were, uh, yeah, were I was the, fucking with the Houston rough. And then PJ Walker went to the Carolina Panthers. I was like, ah. I mean, I get like, good for him, but like, oh man, he was really like what made the team so good. Right. And we were undefeated. And I was so going to go to a game and I was going to get some merchandise. Man. Now I kind of, I'm like kicking myself for not doing it, but it's bittersweet. I'm glad I didn't, but it sucks that I didn't. But now it's even great that we have The Rock Johnson bringing it back. And now we can go to a game. Well, hopefully. <laughs> in, in the future. And hopefully in, in a couple of years, it will be clean enough for us to go. That dude has the most downest, trailers ex-wife ever. They're like, cool. She helped him mm -hmm. put down money on this shit, too, with some other like partners. But I think that's dope. They still work together. And still find a way to uh, make money and, and be friends and shit. That's that's some beautiful shit, you know.
And I think, you know, if this, it was, it was doing well before. I mean, it was like every week the numbers were like, du- like doubling up and like they were exploding because people saw like, hey, like a bunch of people that get to talk about what they want to talk about. But at the same time, they respect the flag. I mean, that was really popular amongst like the whole thing because the huge debate is politics and entertainment and whether or not it should be there. And I mean, that's a huge debate whether it should or not. And I think that was a huge contributor to XSL's success because they had kind of like, they let people talk on the sidelines, but at the same time, like they were like, Hey, we need to like be respectful. So what is your whole opinion on all that? I know in the basketball games, they have the, like uh, Lives Matter shirts and they have the jerseys and shit with the different messages on the back and they have the court that says Black Lives Matter and, and all of that. And I know it's controversial for some people and, you know, people have different variables, uh, you know, you know, various opinions on it. And all. What do you what do you feel about it? It's it's definitely complicated for sure, because there's so many different things going on. But it's like, hey, you know people want entertainment to be entertainment. I'm not saying this is my personal opinion, but people want entertainment to be entertainment. And like the people that are doing the entertainment are people. And so you have this problem where it's like the people funding it want the product, but the people making the product need to talk about certain things. So it's like, I totally agree with both sides and I understand where people are coming from. But it's like my opinion on it is like if you're playing a game to be an entertainer, that's when you should be an entertainer. And if like there's a big thing outside of that, you should use your platform to talk about it on the outside. So it's like not saying that you can't have like the messages on the shirt or anything. I mean, I really don't care about anything like that. But it's like put your money where your mouth is and go out into the real world, into politics, and actually like do something about it instead of just like because you can do something about it. These people have money to do something about it. So do you think that maybe possibly it could be seen because there's a disconnect between those people and the people that they're representing? Oh, yeah, totally. I think you have some people, you know, they talk about, like, let's take Black Lives Matter. They talk about, like, the police brutality, which I agree with. I mean, I've lived it. We've lived it. You know, maybe not to the extreme of someone like George Floyd, but it definitely is, you know, it definitely happens. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like um, do, uh, some people took that movement and then they made it about other things like, oh, we should, you know, get rid of the police or something like you know, be like super political and like take it somewhere completely different with it. And I think that's the problem is like you have some people talk about China and then you have some people talk about Black Lives Matter and it kind of like doesn't really add up all that much. I think that's like the issue with it. So your issue is their stance exactly because it's the conflicting ideas and using it as like oh we want this message but at the same time we don't want to help this because that's part of our money and that's part of yeah exactly so you're helping but you feel like it's disingenuous to an extent i think there are i think there are people that are truly genuine about it 
that are like, you know, like I really do think that there are people that are genuine about this, but at the same time, it's like when you look at how much money is to be made off of this kind of like, you know, whatever you want to call it, whether it's propaganda or not, I mean, you can see just like how much money can be made. Like it, it, it draws so much attention. So like, like people that need advertising, like, dude, this is how you do it. You want, you want millions of people to take notice. You know, this is how you do it. It's interesting to me when people say that, Oh, I don't want to, uh, I want to use this to escape. And I get that, you mm-hmm. know, we, we do look at this as a sort of entertainment. Like we get, we also in sort of in a way invest into it because we pay for the merchandise yeah, and the stadium the, and stuff. Yeah. The tickets and the food and all the et cetera. Fuck, you know? And so we're invested into it in more yeah. ways than one. And it's frustrating if you feel like I came here to escape this shit and then you're putting this out. Like I, yeah. I know because we always talk about politics and religion, like they you try to yeah. keep that stuff outside of that. Mm-hmm. But if you break it down, A, first of all, there's a lot of that in the sport still, regardless. Yeah. Right. Next part, yes, I understand you want to get to a place, you know, and, and escape and all that. But on the other side of that, there's the people who can't escape those particular situations yeah. that you're they trying to escape. They have from. a choice. So what do you do in those situations? What, how do you help those people get their voice heard without the message getting uh, bastardized in the yeah. end? I mean, I mean, you got to do what they're doing. You know, you got to put it in people's face like, hey, it is a problem. Maybe the message is sloppy. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, both of these issues are being exposed, whether or not that was the attention, I think what's the right thing way to look at this is like, yeah, we could be bitter about what happened in the past, but now we have an opportunity to where it's like we can work together or we can make money off of each other. And if you're just like an average person who's dealing it with every day, you know, you have the decision. Are you going to support someone who cares about communism and money? Or are you going to support someone that cares about, you know, building a company and giving people the opportunity to speak like Dwayne LaRock Johnson. Hmm. So it's like you can not only can you speak with your vote, but you can speak with your wallet. I think what really it just boils down to is use this to talk. Just people just yeah, talk to each other. Exactly. So you, you can learn a lot from just talking to someone. You can say instead of waiting for them to finish talking so you can say what you want to say. Actually, listen, mm-hmm. I like a, you and I can have debates and like all talk about all sorts of things, but yeah. they never really get heated because we both take time to listen to what each other's saying. And then before we come back with, yeah. with a harsh head, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's the old saying, uh, if you only know one side of the argument, you don't know either. And it's like you have to have like a nuanced view of things. It's like, it's like, yeah, we want justice, but at the same time, we got to call out the bad actors in our whole thing. And that's what we were uh, talking about a little bit before is like, how do we uh, not get corrupted? How do we like stay with that, that purity? And the answer really is like, it's difficult because 
we just got to stay on top of it and you got to work. And I think that kind of circles back to the people wanting to escape. And it's like, you got to be real with yourself is like, if there's a problem, you can't escape it until you solve it. So you just got to solve it. And that's why we got to work together, talk to each other, listen and figure out a plan that works for everybody. Not just some like crazy shit like, oh, we're just going to cut this program or we're going to fund this program or we're going to talk shit about these people or talk shit about those people. We just got to sit down and really do what you said. Just listen. All right. So I think uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back. And uh, we're back. The Sea Barnacle Show. Uh, I know most of the time we joke around and, you know, mostly we're a comedy team and all that. But from time to time, we'll have to talk about serious things. And right now, we want to talk about uh, Beirut and Lebanon, man. Um, it's like a ship. It had improperly stored ammonium nitrate. It's like over. 2,000 tons, like over 2,800 tons. 2,800 tons. 2,800 tons. Dude, it's fucking ridiculous. That's It it exploded and it killed uh, at least 150 people. There's over thousands injured, uh, over 300,000 people homeless, and they estimated the cost from about 10 to 15 billion dollars, dude. Billion. Billion. And you said 300,000? Yeah, homeless. God. Have you seen the videos of the shit, dude? No. I watched the video of it, but what I also watched another from a different angle. Uh, there was a woman of the bride. She was being photographed, and then they heard a loud bang, and then they heard another one. And then all of a sudden, you seen and like it blew over and like almost swept her completely away. Damn. And uh, they had it on video and shit. And it, it it's crazy. And then I saw some of the, the clouds from it all. And it's it's and then people are taking different sides on it. Some people people are already unhappy anyway. There was already protesters. Uh, yeah. fighting the, the government because of the economy. Uh, they feel like the government's corrupted. They're being negligent. They don't like how they've been handling the corona because the numbers are going up. So And that's the Lebanese. Yeah, and they're pissed off because they think that this explosion is part of the negligence and corruption because they're like, how could you let this many tons of this highly explosive chemical being properly stored in a port like this for so fucking long. What did you expect to happen with that much? How many farms does that like, I don't even know what you do with 28, whatever, how, like, what do you say? 2,800? Yeah. Around it. Yeah. So almost 3,000 tons. That's a ton of like, literally that's a ton of, fertilizer there's no fucking reason for you to have it improperly stored like that what it like what were you motherfuckers thinking <laughs> did you not prepare yourself for any event of or in case some shit happened yeah damage is catastrophic out there and you're constantly going to be losing the support of your people and they're going to be fighting against you that was handled so dismally yeah, I think it's just a good 
um, point for everyone to realize that the world doesn't like there's nobody in the world that knows what to do at every single moment and we're going to have mistakes and problems and if we start taking sides and pointing the finger instead of just sitting down and talking to each other it's like yeah the problem is big but we can solve it if we work together so in your opinion do you think it was an accident or do you think it is something that had to do with corruption like a political stunt yeah i mean i mean it's if there's corruption is involved then yeah i mean probably if there's money and there's corruption and there's you know 3000 tons of fertilizer i mean there's no way that's got to be cheap i mean that's got that's got to be a ton of money it's like a boat filled with money to buy that so it's like yeah it's easy to be sensational and be like oh it's israel or america or communist or something but at the end of the day it probably just is human error because we are you know we're imperfect you know we're crazy people we all do crazy things and sometimes something like this just happens that's possible i mean there's the situations where we can ask ourselves how did all of these oil spills keep happening yeah. what's going on with that why we have to keep cleaning this up and this happens to these animals and all of that but when it comes to something like this i guess you can see it as an accident but on the other hand i'm also well like, it's like the bp oil spill it's like it's a it's a quote unquote accident <laughs> it's a preventable accident you know it, it's so it's like yeah. uh it's like Drunk driving. Like, exactly. Oh, you got preventable. Wreck, but it was preventable. Yeah. Preventable. The, the, most things are preventable if just a little bit of thought goes into it. I guess that, that makes sense because I, I was feeling myself. How do you accidentally store that much money in that tree? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you accidentally store that much. I really don't. But, I mean, at the... I mean, I you go on YouTube and you see people willingly take shots to the nuts. So, I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, I am being a little lighthearted on a serious topic, but it really is the truth where it's like people do stupid things and maybe someone got greedy and was like, hey, instead of three or six boats, I'm just going to have one. So what do you think is a solution to... to- to to this, do you think that the government is going to probably make up some bullshit to figure this out, or do you think they is one of those times where they actually listen to the people, or like, do you think is there a way to stop these protests like this, or do you think there's going to be a situation where someone's always going to be pissed off? Oh yeah, that someone's always going to be pissed off. Uh, there's a there a wise man once told me. You know, the fairest decisions are when everyone feels like they get screwed. So I think at the end of the day, it starts with education. We got to tell kids like, hey, you know, life's going to suck sometimes. And you have an option. You can get bitter or you can get better. And no matter what you do, you know, those are your options. You know, it's like you could work really, really hard. And then at the end of the day, what are you going to work for? Are you going to work to be destroying your neighbor because you're mad because you got hurt? Or are you going to build your neighbor up so that they can get the education they need to change? 
It seems like there's a lot of corruption going on in a lot of countries across the, the, the world. Oh, yeah. And it seems that there's lots of people protesting constantly in different places, mm-hmm. asking for some sort of reform. Is is we keep having the same problems over and over, over again, and over, yeah. and no matter what, I, I guess it always boils down to, to to greed, right, and and power. Oh. Yeah, there's always a power struggle going on. I mean, the the way you could see it is there's like there's like these really rich and strong people that care about us because they know that they need us to survive, and then you have people who are jealous of that and want to just take it away because they're jealous. And they want the power. They want the people supporting them. And because they're not chosen by the people, that's why they take it. It's like a true leader is chosen. Like you can't just become the leader. Like the people have to choose you. Lebanon is in the midst of its worst economic crisis since 1975 through the 1990 Civil War. They're having daily power cuts. There's a lack of uh, safe drinking water and limited public health care. So there is a lot of crazy shit wrapped up in all of this. Yeah. I'm, and I think one thing that not a lot of people talk about anymore is that things can happen for more than one reason. Like imagine like, yeah, what if they were going to use that? fertilizer to blow something up but it accidentally went off before they wanted to use it you know what i'm saying so it's like there could be it could come it the fertilizer could have been bought legitimately and then the government stored it improperly and then some terrorist blew it up you know what i'm saying like it's it's the true answer to things is usually like a combination of things and and i mean that could be just as easily correct as you know some crazy you know government terrorizing lebanon which i mean is equally as true i mean it's possible you don't keep that much chemical in that no, you densely don't. populated of an area you really don't and apparently it's been there since 2013 what since so they've just been so, okay yeah that's that's gotta be they yeah. had repeated warnings yeah, they probably Excuse had me, people. repeated warnings, dude. Like, and they kept it there because it got confiscated in a customs dispute. Like, seriously? So it belongs to a different country or I, something? I don't know. It's, it, it, it's fucking stupid. Well, yeah, then it definitely sounds like someone blew it up on purpose because of it's just being sit. If, 3,000 tons of ammonia nitrate is very expensive. And, you know, if someone's not going to have it, then they're just going to deny the asset. It just sounds, it, it, what is it? It registered as a 2.1 magnitude earthquake. Wow. An explosion. Like, not even like a military bomb, like just fertilizer. That, that's scary. That's scary. That should show people that. No, we're humans are very vulnerable to to these things. To I mean, three thousand tons of fertilizer sitting in a, in a warehouse for seven years is just unacceptable. Not even from a standpoint of of 
we're storing nit- ammonium nitrate from the point of like, why did you just waste all of that ammonia? Like you could have fed people, like people are starving. They're having problems in Lebanon. They could have used that to, to help the people. And then the, it's it. And that's just goes back to what we were saying with the corruption and stuff is like, it's like the companies and, and governments, they only see, sustainability they don't see like what's right or wrong it's like people are unwilling to like sacrifice the little bit of power they have so that the people can survive hopefully something will be done and they'll find a way to make things better and maybe come to some sort of agreement for actual reform or a way to, to to make it better because this shit is ridiculous um and I think that goes for all the places where it's corruption. I mean, you don't want a situation where the people are going to revolt and overthrow the government. But yeah. it's almost at the point where it seems like shit like that has to happen in order for changes to come. I, I think so. It, um, a lot of these riots and protests are very sad, especially the ones that are you know close to home. But you know, the good thing that's going to come out of this is going to, you know, people like it kind of goes back to the NBA topic where the people that don't want the politics, well, it's like, hey, it's going to affect you pretty damn soon. If it, I mean, if it's not already affecting you now, you're ex- probably extremely rich or wealthy. And so it is affecting everyone and the people that it normally wouldn't affect is starting to affect them. So it's like we needed the protest and we needed the people talking about it, but we also need them to like say, call out the people that aren't on their team and that are just hijacking their position. You know, they're, it's, it's like the ammonium nitrate thing. You know, they're stacking up all this bullshit and, you know, eventually it's going to pop. We just got to be honest. All right. We'll be back uh, after this. And we're back. Thanks uh, for listening to the C Barnacle Show. Uh, we had a good time here today, I think, don't you? Yes, sir. I think we uh, covered a lot of ground. We got super serious. We covered sports. We, we we did. I feel like we covered all ranges on the spectrum, right? Yeah, we, co- we, we covered a lot of pertinent topics that have a wide range of scope. Sometimes I wonder, how do we make it? Make it work like that. But we're going to continue to do that and continue to grow and get even sexier and see what we can come up with. So um, I guess we'll, I mean, there's so many sports and so many things related yeah. to that going on that sometimes it's hard to get to. It. Uh, I want to say something about uh, NASCAR and how they were doing. I don't really give it that much of a shit about NASCAR. Yeah, they're I doing mean, all right. Yeah, they're doing better than basketball, probably. So they started with uh with the, the eSport type thing. Cause, oh, yeah. Because remember when uh, sports had first started, it kind of happened. People playing Madden and uh, 2K and playing yeah. NASCAR shit in there and Madden and all that because you could do it on DraftKings. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it this time, but I thought it was interesting. You can gamble on, on it. You can gamble on esports. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they have it still like games and they have like tournaments. It's like a street fight tournament yeah. one time. I I mean I remember when I was young, you know, that was a dream to to play video games professionally, and now it's actually 
a thing. Right? Yeah, it's not I couldn't even fathom that as a kid. I, if I could, knew you could do that as a kid, I totally would have put time into it. Yeah, you you can't. People looked at you funny if they, if they said if you told them you want to play video games professionally. Now it's like, really, okay, do it, please. You'll make like thirty grand a month if you have a YouTube channel or something. <laughs> People tune in and watch you play the game instead of actually playing it themselves. <laughs> I will admit I like it to be brief, but I, it's like I don't. There's too many games, so I totally get it. There's too many. So we'll talk esports next time. Yes, sir. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I got sent a picture of this shit <laughs> um, about an emotional support llama. Really? Yeah, you know you have emotional support animals, I guess to ride planes or just yeah. to carry around and shit. Someone had an emotional support llama and you can hug that motherfucker. So. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I'll look some more into that and we'll talk about that shit too. Um and I don't know. We'll we'll find something else more interesting to talk about too. Anything you can think of over there? Crystal fortune telling. Crystal for- crystals like like meth well uh, no but I, more like you know the crystal ball the 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 spirituality oh wait the, like that shit where motherfuckers take like the crystal and stick it in a glass and fill it up with water and stick it in the moon and have full moon water and drink it like that yes wow what the hell are you are you trying to like are you gonna try to read my fortune and tell me am I if I'm gonna win a lottery and shit, <laughs> yes, I will tell you if you're gonna get that next promotion. Oh, nice. I could sit here and say that I'm very curious about these crystals, but I'm not. But I'm sure there's people out there that are gonna be interested. Oh yeah, in there's it. plenty of people that are interested in crystals. Can you wear these crystals too? Oh yeah, you can definitely wear the crystals. Some people put them inside themselves. Oh, okay. What 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 is what does that what does that do when 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 you do that? Nah, we're just gonna have to wait till next week. I'm, I'm <laughs> what? You're fucking blowing my mind here, man. It's goddamn crystals and putting them inside yourself and putting them in full moon water and using them to knead bread and shit. Like, what are they? What? What do you think of these things? Like, how do you? God, I have a lot of between you and Teddy. I don't know what the fuck's going on with this goddamn shit. Well, maybe if he stops losing bets, he'll get on this show. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Sea Barnacle Show with Switzerland Monroe and Ripley with the Nye. Say good night, Ripley. Good night, people. He's waving again. Wow, can I have some? Sure. Wait, what the hell is this? I thought it was supposed to be cereal. This looks like someone raked the comb across the back of a moose and then put the contents inside a box. Why would anyone eat this? Probably because every box of moose flakes comes with a special prize inside. This is a fucking paperclip. Are you serious? Do you even really like this shit? Well...
I. They don't smell good. They don't taste great. Regardless, have a bowl of moose flakes.